0: WCLS in Whatcom County presents Library Stories, a podcast to open your eyes to all the ways your local public libraries matter. Join us as we reveal the power of sharing at the library. I'm your host, Neil McKay, online experience coordinator for the Whatcom County Library System, and today... I'm here once again with my boss, Mary Vermillion. How Hi, are Neil. How are you doing?
1: Oh, really good. Thanks. That's
0: great. So we're here with another... Uh Another uh, podcast, still doing this thing, still doing this. You know what? This <laughs> is number twenty.
1: Happy twentieth.
0: So yeah, one more and it'll be illegal. Il- yeah, it'll be eligible to drink
1: because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been doing that before. Not at all.
0: Oh no, no, no. no, certainly not. No, no. Not while we're. It would be fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the after hours podcast. That, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe
0: the one that's not associated with WCLS. That one. Yeah. 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 So it's been a very busy month, or few weeks since we've last had a podcast.
1: Okay. I just want to stop you right there because hasn't it been just busy?
0: It's been crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, not just the past few months. It's just, it's been a very intense, productive, challenging, and wonderful time. And I bet listeners who are tuned in, maybe are feeling some of that too. I've been talking to so many people that are just, I'm ready for a break. You know, we've just all been on a sprint and that's okay. You know?
0: But I think that people, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily recognize how much work happens in the library. Yes, I had a friend who was, who just texted me this morning, um, moving, moving back into Whatcom County. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and we were talking and he, he said something about the library is, you know, so important to have all those books there. <laughs> and, <laughs> and
1: Yep, that's all of <laughs> I,
0: I have to admit I kind of went on a stream yeah. uh, of, you know, there's so much more than just books. It's a space, it's a yep. it's resources, it's
1: Well, people. we do that, don't we? You know, people who work at the library, or people who are library lovers and I know mm-hmm. many of you are listening to this. Once you start talking about it or someone says, "Oh yeah, you know, I haven't been to the library or yeah, the library's just books." You just Can't help but start to share the story because there's so much for people to know.
0: There's so much. And I think, I mean, I don't know about you, but before I got heavily involved, I've always been a library Mm -hmm. uh, user, a patron. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before I started working for the library, I had no idea. I No, I agree. The breadth and depth of of offerings that Mm -hmm. the library has. Yeah. But now... I do know. And I'm, you know, <laughs> spreading the word like crazy. He's
1: an evangelist. Yes, yes. He's out there on the street corners.
0: I said, I, I went through my little text rant. Mm. Not a rant. I mm-hmm. went through my little uh, text uh, expository speech yeah. to my my friend and ended it with, thank you for coming to my TED Talk.
1: What's your friend's name? Uh, Kellen. Kellen, if you're listening to this, was it a rant? <laughs> was it a rant?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I have the transcript here, <laughs> okay. and I'm going to write it up, and it'll be a.
1: <laughs> we can make it. You can post it to the show notes. We'll
0: do it. You know what? We I could do. I could do a presentation at a conference somewhere. Oh,
1: beautiful segue! That's a nice tie into
0: <laughs> the fact that um, last week, two weeks
1: it? ago. Huh? I see. It was two Time. weeks ago. Time is weird
0: now. Two weeks ago, um, I attended uh, the the Public Library Association conference in Portland, Oregon, yeah. along with about ten other uh, WCLS staff members and uh, Christine, our our uh, our director, mm-hmm. and.
1: Uh, And there was some Bellingham Public Library colleagues down there too, right? Yep. That's
0: right. We we um we went separately, but we did connect. Yeah. So so it was a three day a four day three day conference. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. Um, with and it was at the Portland, uh, conference center, which is Uh, huge. Yeah. Yes. There's there's actually. you know, there's all these stairs going up and mm-hmm. stairs going down, mm-hmm. and and you have to do both to get from one uh, section where one section is to the other. Yeah, but yeah. on the last day, I found a secret tunnel oh. that, that let me bypass the stairs, but <laughs> it was after three days of, of hiking and, and yeah. running down. I don't go down escalators.
1: Why is that? <laughs> some some horrible thing I, happened I, in the past. I,
0: I don't have a memory of it, but something must shoelace, have happened. Got a yeah, shoelace in the tread or that. something? Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm not a fan of escalators. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm just glad that there were staircases that went up. And there also were staircases that went down. You there didn't, were. Yeah. So some that's people good. went it up worked.
0: and down the yeah. same staircase. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but that's not the point. We we had this conference. It was it was fantastic. There were dozens and dozens of presentations. Yeah. um, Great keynote speakers. Uh, I learned a lot about Mm -hmm. things, things that I thought I knew about. Mm -hmm. I learned more. Mm -hmm. One example is. Um, crisis communications in libraries. Yes. I've had a little experience with crisis communications. Yeah, I'm and, sorry to hear that. <laughs> well. <laughs>
1: but it's necessary. It's I'm, part of what we do. Yep. I'm
0: glad I've done it. Yeah. Um, but, but we listened to a speaker who uh, was the, the marketing director for the Cincinnati, Ohio mm-hmm. library, who in 20, in 2017, mm-hmm. they had a patron who shot another patron yeah. in the leg. Yeah. And it became, you know, when you talk about crises, yeah, there's nothing, you know, bigger than that. Right. Um, and he he described the the situation. It was a Sunday and he was at home, mm-hmm. you know, had to jump and rush into, into work and, mm-hmm. and start managing. You know, and there's two things about crisis management. There's mm-hmm. crisis management dealing mm-hmm. with the, the emergency that is actually happening. Right. And then there's crisis communication mm-hmm. management because people need to know what's going right. on. Your, your public, your patrons, your, your news media, right. um, everybody, your staff, mm-hmm. they all need to be informed. And that is such a huge job. Yeah. Um, and it's separate. It, it walks hand in hand with crisis management, but it's a separate thing.
1: Right. Yeah. I know we both have uh, experience in that, in our backgrounds. And it's wonderful to go to a conference like that To I mean, you can read about these things and you have your own, you know, professional experience having working, having um, worked on these issues like crisis communication, but getting together with your colleagues and listening to someone who has recent experience, real world experience and thinking it through with other people is invaluable and really informs your own knowledge and ensures that you're providing the best service and experience for people here. So that's the value of conference. We were talking about this before we put microphones in our hands. Um, We haven't gone to conferences in a couple of years. No. We've been doing webinars and, you know, trying to, you know, get the professional um, education just online. It's not... There's and it's valuable, right? And boy, it's so much better now, two years on after the uh-huh. onset of the pon- the pandemic, that these webinar experiences that we have are are just getting better and better. But that value of being with others, meeting people by chance, um, having a chance to, you know, form new connections with people in your in your industry, in our case, in the library world um just so that you do have somebody you can bounce ideas off of and learn new things and yeah. and get better at what you're at what you're doing and and feed your passion for the work there's value in that too keeping your own energy up and um so i think value, the conferences you know you don't go to them all that often. And when you do, it's this super intense experience and it's so enriching, you know, it just, it's like a fire hose of information coming at you. And I know I talked to, um, you mentioned that our executive director, Christine Perkins went to the conference and I talked to Christine when they, when she got back and she's like, I have so many ideas and we have a strategic plan. So it's not like, we need new ideas or we need things (laughs) to do. But you learn from others and you look at, okay, well, how does this fit in with what we've identified matters here in Whatcom County? Or let's set this aside for a future year. It probably would really make sense for us. And all of this, of course, goes through a filter of, you know, we serve rural Whatcom County. What do we need to do that will really matter to our patrons here? So, um, you know, you hear from somebody in Cincinnati, they have different issues, but Uh, there's experiences that can be shared and you know we can we can tailor things to really work for us here so I'm glad you got to go that's great Yeah,
0: it was a great opportunity and and uh, some of the staff that came down it was their first time at a conference Uh yeah at the at the conference I managed to corral um, some of our staff to ask them what they had learned I'm here at PLA with executive director Christine Perkins and Linden Branch Manager Di Mars Smith. So how are you guys doing here at PLA today?
2: Fantastic, looking forward to an action packed day full of learning and new ideas.
3: I as well, and also seeing some new faces and meeting some people from other states.
0: So this is Thursday and we've been here two days now. This is our second full day. What have you, what's what stuck out in your mind so far?
2: We had a great keynote speaker yesterday morning talking about being a positive troublemaker in your organization. I'm a little nervous because all of our staff went to that. And one of the things she said was how to be um, thoughtful in sharing constructive ideas and, and criticism and shaping programs for the good. So I thought that was really uh, inspiring and could lead to great things.
0: Di, I feel like you could have given that talk.
2: I loved
3: that talk from um, our keynote and what I want to say is my favorite line uh was don't let your silence convict you. And that just means speak out. And I really appreciated that she said speak up and be appropriate and be thoughtful when you're when you are speaking out and I just really connected with her and it was just really um lovely to hear her speak yesterday and just charged me, so I feel pretty good about the whole conference and learning a lot about diversity and things from different states Um, on diversity. Hiring is one thing I've been interested in, so just having a really good time.
0: That's great, and we're also kind of having opportunities to connect with our Bellingham Public Library partners as well, how's that going?
2: Yeah, that's been great, it's really fun to Uh, see them in a different context but talk about our shared interests and we got together yesterday after the conference to um, have our trustees gather and have some conversation and i think those kind of informal connections will lead to stronger partnerships
3: and i always like uh, getting together with my peers from bellingham um, just a real fun group, and we get to talk about some things that are going well, some things that we're working on, and it's nice to be able to see them because we don't get to see each other very often in the day to day.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll check in with you guys later, maybe at the end of the conference, and see if you have some some new insights into into the library world. It's good to talk to you guys.
2: Good to talk to you, Neil. Have nice a great to talk conference. to you, Neil.
0: So, Marv, what do you, what's, what's your big takeaway so far? Well, I went to a session on censorship, which is a rising problem in this country right now, and my big takeaway from it was that we have to be careful to address all of our constituencies, not just the ones that we happen to like. That's, that's a good takeaway. Stop that Christine?
2: <laughs> well, I just went to a presentation on innovative spaces for community learning and thinking about all the different ways that we could meet that need for people of all ages.
0: Kim, what do you got?
3: Um, the first speaker, Lovey Jones, said that um, use your voice when it is in the room, speak yeah. up when you have the chance.
0: Yeah. All right, Maggie May.
3: Uh, She also said that first speaker uh, was, when you're in the room and you don't say anything, think to yourself, will my silence convict me? Um, A lot of my sessions had me thinking about how do I think about what I do with a long-term view rather than a short-term view. So rather than what's convenient right now, what will plant the seeds for
0: future growth. Okay, thanks Marie.
3: And I'm going to say there's a running theme about well-being not only for staff but also community and so I'm coming back with ideas about well-being for the total community um, at the library.
0: That's great.
3: How many people were there? Thousands of people? There were four
0: thousand. Four thousand. I I asked because I'm a good reporter. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing we get to do is meet with vendors. Yeah, a lot of our digital offerings mm-hmm. that we have, like 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 Canopy streaming movies mm-hmm. and and Freegal, um streaming vid- streaming music and Bibliocommons, yeah. our whole catalog. Right. So so a lot of the, those companies that we mm-hmm. we retain to provide those services are down there in yeah. in an exhibition hall. Sure. And you get to meet one on one to one. With people.
1: Well, yeah, and I know that you always have, you know, because um, Neil works so much online with patrons who are having difficulty accessing services or having, you know, issues and you have real world experience from the people that we serve saying this is not working well for our patrons. And, you know, I know you're an advocate for Freegal, the streaming music service, and you have a lot of ideas of how that could improve. So how Absolutely. great that you got to meet one-on-one I, with them to say, this is what you could be doing better. Yep.
0: I got to talk to the Freegal people and, mm-hmm. and they've connected with me since oh, great. just today. Yeah. Um, I talked with the News Bank, mm-hmm. um, our representative at the yeah. News Bank, who I've met at previous conferences as well. So now we have kind of an established relationship mm-hmm. Um so that's a little of what I did. Another thing that, that I did, um, I found my doppelganger.
1: <laughs> I know you sent me a picture. I hope that you put this in the show notes.
0: I, well, I'll have to, I'll probably have to connect with him. Yeah. And ask make sure he's permission. okay
1: with it. But yes. So uh, for,
0: for people who don't know, yeah, a, a doppelganger, doppelganger is a German word, uh, for something. Uh, basically for a twin. Yeah, um, you're a
1: twin. Yeah, so you look I found
0: alike. My, I found someone who looked a lot like me. And if you've seen my pictures, that's hard to do. <laughs> I'm I'm unique.
1: Yes, let's, you are. Let's well, say that. Yes.
0: <laughs> so to find someone with long, blondish hair, mm-hmm. uh, about my size, a little paunchy maybe, uh, depending on his posture, mm-hmm. you know, I just... I. I was walking down one of those long flights of stairs, and I <laughs> yeah. get to the bottom, and there's this guy standing there, looking like me, and just kind of—you're
1: like, I've been going up and down the stairs too much. What am I? <laughs> I
0: know I, I'm a little light Split into <laughs> various people, but I so I saw him one day, and I snapped a picture of the crowd yeah. that he was in, and kind of showed it to my my peers, mm-hmm. saying, "Look at." This guy looks just like me. And they all agreed. So I wasn't crazy. Yeah. Um, I might have been a little crazy because I did go up to the help desk (laughs) and say, have you seen this guy? (laughs) And they're looking at a picture that looks like a picture of me. They're like,
1: yeah, you're you're right there. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the next day, I found one of my peers who Mm -hmm. came down, found him and said, you know, told me he was down in this wing. So I have to go up the stairs and down the stairs Mm -hmm. again. And um, didn't see him, but I had a conference over in that side Mm -hmm. to look to go to anyway. So I sat there and as I got out of the conference and walking down the hall, there he is just standing there. So I approached him because that's what you should do. (laughs) You don't just just spy on your doppelganger. (laughs)
1: You've been stalking your doppelganger. So when you walked up, did he say... Oh my gosh, you look just like me! Or
0: he did not. Okay, well, he was cool. Well, all right, he was a cool guy. Okay, and cooler than me because okay. I walked up and said, "Hi there." <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if you noticed, but we look alike. <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very Fascinating. cool, yeah. very cool guy." <laughs> <laughs> and, I said, you know, I said, would you mind if we took a picture together? (laughs) He's like, all right. (laughs) Sure. I got time. And so we took a picture together. He works for the Oregon State Library. Um, What does he do? He is a program manager. Okay. So he just does stuff kind of like me, just does stuff.
1: Yeah, but that's what
0: I figure. Interesting. I don't know.
1: So maybe you'll stay in touch.
0: Maybe we will. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I will try and get a hold of him so that I can. Yeah. I can publish this picture.
1: Yes, yeah, going to the conferences to you know <laughs> make new friends. Now, that's the first time I've ever heard of anybody you know meeting their doppelganger. Between, you yes. know, yeah. So that's that's taking it to These a whole other level. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but also, um, we had a great lunch with with the Bellingham Public Library nice. staff. Yeah. And later, I got to sit in with uh, Christine, our director, mm-hmm. and Rebecca, um, the director of yep. the Bellingham Public Library, yeah. and the board members who attended. So yeah. So Marwaski, yep. who is our board chair, yeah, uh, yeah, and and one member of of the Bellingham nice. uh, Public Library's board went, and yeah. so. There was a huge conversation. It mostly revolved around Freegal in my corner. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you just have a bug for Freegal I, right now. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited about Freegal. I'm we're we've been putting out these playlists. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope the audience has had a chance yeah. to to pay attention, especially um, our latest one, which was the uh, Fool on the Hill, April Fool's Day. Yeah, playlist, yeah. which Contain two and a half we'll hours.
1: Put all those in the show notes too. They so. will be in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, yeah. You've done some amazing work with that, Neil. It's really fun. It's just one more way to kind of like mine the library's collection. You know, mm-hmm. so the music collection. How can we? What themes do we have here? How can we help people explore it? It's
0: really great. And to really dem- great. demonstrate what what we what you can do because yeah. creating playlists, um, that's like. I don't know how to say it's that. It's a
1: mixtape. It's a Those of tape. you who are, you know, of our generation. <laughs> of a certain age. Everybody yes. remembers the mixtape. It was the ultimate way to show your love.
0: That's right. Yes. you make somebody a mixtape. So Watkin County Library System has been making mixtapes to show our love to, love to, to our patrons. <laughs> and we'll, we'll continue doing that. Yes,
1: That's our new, there's a new campaign there, Neil. I'll there do, you go. So that conference was great. And I know everybody's kind of coming back and, and still sharing ideas and thoughts and, um, you know, you would ask me, hey, aren't you going to a conference soon? And I am. So yeah. um, tell the, us about that. I will. <laughs> so, The American Library Association has its annual conference this year. It's in Washington, D.C., and it's um, the end of June. And our friend and colleague Amy Jones and I are going because our team won a John Cotton Dana Award last year, and that's sort of the... Um, the Academy Awards of Library Marketing. And so WCLS was one of 8 library systems nationwide and the only one in Washington state to get uh John Cotton Dana Award last year for our I believe in libraries campaign.
0: So this was our big um the Sasquatch campaign. Sasquatch.
1: Yeah, and so as yes. we do we developed it for library card sign up month and um Uh, And it's just really taken on its own life. And everybody (laughs) loves that, loves that Sasquatch. I'm looking at a sign in my office right now. But um, Amy Jones does design to this campaign. Um, And so Amy and I are going representing our team and the library system to, to be honored at at this conference, but also to just like you guys did at PLA to get new ideas, um, make fresh connections. I'll be attending, there's a theme here, a crisis communication (laughs) (laughs) in-depth seminar while I'm there. And looking into things, too, like um, book challenges, learning more about that, what's happening nationwide around book challenges. And that'll be an interesting conversation when I come back. We can yeah. talk about that. I'm really looking forward to learning more about that and how library systems are um, you know, facilitating those conversations around challenged books and defending the rights of people yeah. to read what they want and for the library to carry all yeah. books. That's just such a critical conversation. And so those are the types of things that we're looking forward to. And Carmi Parker is going to be there as well. You've interviewed Carmi on past show, but Carmi is also being honored. Uh, She's our integrated library systems coordinator, and she was selected as a 2021 library journal mover and shaker for all the work she did on um, a national boycott against a publisher um, who was doing some embargoes on newly released
0: um, audiobook titles. Let's say that again. She was a mover and shaker.
1: Yeah, she was, she was, um, so the Library Journal every year does a mover and shaker award in different categories. And Carmi was included in um, the advocates category for her work, making digital content um, sustainable for libraries, because there have been challenges by publishers on ebook and digital audiobook lending to try to limit that for public libraries and make it more difficult for public library patrons to access those materials. And so, Carmi really managed and led a national boycott against the publisher in response to that embargo, and then more than a thousand libraries joined in the boycott, and in March 2020, the publisher ended the embargo. So, Carmi um, was recognized for that work as a mover and shaker, you know, she was nominated by her boss, Lisa Gresham, and, um, and by all of us, of mm-hmm. course, standing behind that nomination. Um, And it's really one of the most prestigious honors in the library profession. So we're incredibly grateful to work with Carmi and she will be in DC with us too, getting, um, you know, getting recognized and learning new things. Yeah. So we're, we're excited about that. So that's all coming
0: up. There are several conferences that, that library staff have an opportunity to go to not Mm -hmm. just, not Mm -hmm. just these national ones, but, I've gone to the Washington Library Association, which right. is a little more, um, well, more Washington. Sure. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, so it's yeah very focused on on issues happening here in Washington State and making connections with people here yeah. nearby. And you know, it's like I said, we don't go to conferences all that often. So when we do get to go to a conference, then we just really make the most yeah, of that experience.
0: We, yeah, we do that. What and, else is going on this month?
1: Oh, Neil, <laughs> it's National Poetry Month.
0: I knew there was something.
1: Yeah, one of our favorite, uh, one of our favorite months here. So, um, you know, I think we're all celebrating just by, you know, checking out poetry books and mm-hmm. looking for opportunities to participate in poetry events here in Bellingham and Whatcom County. And there are quite a few things happening this month. Wander on over to the Whatcom Reads website and um we can thank you, Neil, for uploading the recording of Rena Priest uh, poetry reading that was part of our Walk and Reads programming this year. Yeah.
0: And Rena Priest, of course, is the Washington State Poet Laureate. Yes.
1: And a Bellingham resident yeah. and Lummi, Lummi Nation, member of Lummi Nation. And um, a beautiful poet. And yeah. we that recording of her Walk and Reads reading, I can't recommend it highly enough. She was just, I was like almost luminous that night. It was just really A beautiful reading. Then, here at the library system, um, things that people may look for, and you can find all these things on our website at the calendar. But we also have a poetry reading with um, Catherine Weiss, who's a Maine based uh, writer. That event is Tuesday, April 21st from 7 to 8. So you can pre register for that. It's online, of course. Oh, and our teen anthology A Forest of Words. So local teen poets have submitted their poetry and I know that Cynthia French and Tamar Clark and others are involved right now in editing that and getting that anthology ready. So that'll be out oh later this year.
0: So that's a, that's a print publication. That's a
1: print publication. And you can check out now. I mean, you can go to the catalog and check out past editions just to, if you're looking for, to celebrate Poetry Month, check out a copy of A Forest of Words, which is our anthology of local teen poets. And then this year's anthology will be out um, later
0: this is a, this is a community. Whatcom County is a community of poets and yeah. musicians and artists and.
1: Yeah. Just, the... yeah. Writers of all kinds. And, uh, you and Amy talked about that, uh, in the last when that Michael Christie oh, yeah. episode. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think there's a lot of people out there in their little 10 foot sheds, you know, <laughs> with a pencil or a pen That's trying right. to, trying to work their way through it. But yeah, I just invite everybody to, to, you know, search our collection for poetry. We have a, um, uh great on our book lists. And I know you'll put this link in the show notes too. If you're looking for just recommended books of poetry, our librarians have put together a book list of poetry for National Poetry Month. So check that out. That's another great way to celebrate. I also want to do a little shout out here. Um, Thank you to our friends at Village Books who have for the past few issues of their weekly newsletter been including a link to this podcast and inviting their readers to come on over and join us and uh, listen to, you know, what's happening over at libraries. And so if you're finding us via Village Books, welcome. And, um, you know, we're going to have Paul and Kelly and Sarah back on, uh, on a future show and talk about that beautiful partnership between bookstores and libraries and this community of readers so yeah,
0: i'm looking forward to that and i want to i want to kind of go back to when we were talking about Fregal and Mm -hmm. playlists Mm -hmm. a thing that i i i kind of knew about but i hadn't played with um but i've just kind of discovered how easy it is Mm -hmm. on canopy our streaming video Yeah,
1: yeah you shared this
0: we we um i discovered how to create a playlist of Videos, yeah. So I create a playlist about um, documentaries of poets about poets.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And yeah. and I think that's a timely thing to check out. Yeah. We'll have that in our in our show notes. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> the show notes are a library of their but,
0: own. But not only, so you can go and you can look at my playlist that mm-hmm. has twenty one uh, documentaries or um, performances
4: mm-hmm.
0: of of poets ranging from, from Emily Dickinson to, to modern poets, um, a diversity of, of, uh, styles and cultural, cultural roots. Um, and then you can go create your own playlist on canopy if you want. Mm. I encourage people to, to, to play with it. Yeah. It's free to use and you may as well take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: One more thing the library does. Yeah. Going back to our it's endless early, early endless. conversation. It's the power of sharing. That's right.
1: As we like to say.
0: <laughs> it's time for another episode of What Does Amy Think About That? with WCLS graphic designer and philosopher Amy Jones.
4: <laughs> Hi, Neil.
0: Welcome, Amy. And today... I want to talk about uh, poetry because it's, it's national poetry month. Yes. And I heard that you have a favorite poet.
4: I do. Uh, Mary Oliver is, is my, she's kind of my hero, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What makes her your hero? Let's start with that.
4: Um, well, I think, she, she lives a life or she lived a life that I, I aspire to. Um, she, one of, there's a little piece of one of her poems that, um, is something like instructions for living a life, pay attention, be amazed, tell about it. And I feel like that sums up both her and the life that I aspire to. And (laughs) In in everything, in the way that I want to be out in the natural world, in the work that I do, you know, even in my graphic design work. And um, I think a lot of it does come down to that element of of paying attention and being open and letting letting the world amaze you and then turning ar- around and putting that back out somehow. So.
0: Oh, that that I mean, that does describe you to a T. Oh, I I've, I've watched you. Well, I mean, I've watched you just get ama- I mean, just like just right now, your your enthusiasm and your um for for whatever comes your way, you you're ready to be amazed by things. Oh, and, thank you. And you express it very uh, uh, openly, I guess.
4: Thank you, Neil. That really matters a lot to me. That I I. What more can you ask for that? I started out with saying, this is what I aspire to. And you said, this is who you are already.
0: <laughs> it, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that I can be half as enthusiastic about things as you are. And, <laughs> and I'll, I'll try. <laughs>
4: oh, that is awesome.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So she's your hero. What Do you have a little uh, poem that you'd care to share with us? Of
4: course. Um well, my favorite, it's it's gonna be us talking about trees again, so we're carrying on mm-hmm. our podcast theme so far. <laughs> um, okay, so this is some, this is one of my favorites of hers, and it's called "When I Am Among the Trees." When I am among the trees, especially the willows and the honey locust, equally the beech, the oaks and the pines. They give off such hints of gladness, I would almost say that they save me and daily. I am so distant from the hope of myself, in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world, but walk slowly and bow often. Around me, the trees stir in their leaves and call out, Stay a while. The light flows from their branches. And they call again, it's simple, they say. And you too have come into the world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light and to shine.
0: Wow. I mean, that's, that's a, a running theme, isn't it? To her work.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think she really, um, something I admire about her poetry is she can take the simplest things um that uh, you know a bee on a flower a, a a storm cloud anything and has this ability to extrapolate that into our internal uh, I think search for meaning and and purpose and being connected to something deeper I think that that's a probably a relatively universal experience and Mary Oliver uses nature to take us there. And, um, that really works for me, (laughs) maybe not for everybody, but, um, yeah, it's the lens. I think that she sees her connection with, um, the spiritual or the, the, Something that is beyond what we can see and touch and feel right here, right now.
0: Wow. Wow. Now I just wanna I just wanna say that when I asked you, you know, if you would do a, a segment on Poetry <laughs> Month, your response was, Oh, but Neil, I don't know anything about poetry. Are you sure? Wouldn't someone else be better? <laughs> And, you know, and my response to that is no, nobody. You could be a poetry expert and this might be a really boring segment, but, you know, you just had, you know, this is why we want to know what does Amy think about that because of your, your thoughtful responses. So oh. thank you for, for doing that. Thank you for yeah. being so thoughtful and expressive.
4: Yeah. And,
0: and, Thank you for, for living the life that Mary <laughs> Oliver would want you to, to live. What is the line that she that she the that well-known line that became kind of a meme?
4: Uh what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life?
0: Yes. I, that I I knew that. I really just wanted you to say it, so I pretended <laughs> like I didn't.
4: Want. I just took the bait right there. <laughs>
0: That was great. And of course, you know, um, she passed away just not very long ago, was it? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Gosh, you know, time is so weird now with pandemic. Uh, I know. Maybe 19, 2019, maybe.
0: Um, It was, yeah, it was January 17th,
4: 2019.
0: Yeah. So I I remember when that happened and, you know, and I remember you know, just that feeling in the library, you know, we've lost another great soul.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think she was a, a really, um, a strong voice, you know, and I think, um, she, her poetry is really accessible. I think, you know, she, she writes in a way that I think even kids could read a lot of her poetry and understand, uh, a fair amount of it, you know, and I think, you know, so I'm, you know, told you I'm someone who doesn't identify as someone who knows a lot about poetry. And I think that's, you know, Mary Oliver makes the entrance point so easy and so available that I think that's part of what we really lost is this um, sort of a real friendly, welcoming entry point to something that can be, perceived as very intellectual and you know beyond my ability to understand
0: when <laughs> mm-hmm. the reality is that poetry is is almost anti-intellectual right it reaches the emotion mm. rather than the brain or if sometimes both at the same time yeah oh that was beautifully but. said neil Oh, thanks. I'm going to write that down.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to hear who's your favorite poet. You really enjoy poetry, right?
0: Oh, gosh. I was talking to Mary Vermillion about this earlier yesterday. And, uh, you know, to say a favorite poet is to, like, say who's your what's your favorite song in all of the world <laughs> of songs, including the songs you heard as a child.
4: Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh,
0: I have some favorites because. They're people that I know or have known and, mm-hmm. you know, their their poetry reached me in a way that could only happen if you knew the person who wrote the words. You know, there's a ton of, of local poets in Bellingham and Whatcom County. And I've been, you know, I've been lucky to have, you know, hung around with some of them sometimes. Well, thank you, Amy, for for sharing your time with us as always it's illuminating and worth the effort
4: <laughs> thank you neil i love doing this i'm i'm really happy you Good. keep inviting me
0: <laughs> all right well we'll talk to you again maybe next episode okay we'll find out what does amy think about that
4: <laughs> sounds great
0: or, or we'll come up with a better tagline
4: <laughs> anything that's the fun part of the process right <laughs>
0: Well, this has been our 20th podcast episode. We hope you've enjoyed it enough to tell your friends about it. Just send them to wcls.org podcast or have them search for WCLS in their favorite podcast platform. I want to thank Amy Jones for her appearance. If you have a better name for her segment, then what does Amy think about this? Send it to me at neil.mckay at wcls.org. I read every email and every letter we get. I also want to thank my boss, Mary Vermillion. In the words of Mary Oliver, consider always every day the determination of the grass to grow despite the unending obstacles. Until next time, this is Neil McKay for the Whatcom County Library System. Take care, friends.